Welcome to the Holistic Counseling Podcast, where you discover diverse wellness modalities, advice on growing your integrative practice, and grow confidence in being your unique self. I'm your host, Chris McDonald. I'm so glad you're here for the journey. Welcome back to the Holistic Counseling Podcast. I'm your host, Chris McDonald. If you're a new listener, welcome. As a listener, you have access to my free nine-part email course, Becoming a Holistic Counselor. In this course, you'll explore different holistic strategies, how to develop your skills as a holistic counselor, and how to manifest your holistic practice through journaling and a free guided meditation. Go to www.holisticcounselingpodcast.com, scroll down, and enter your name and email address today back to today's episodes. I want to tell you one of the best business decisions I ever made for my practice was to hire a virtual assistant or as we call it a VA for short. It's been absolutely amazing. So today I'm speaking with Cindy Mulder, owner of Therapy Practice Solutions, about how hiring a VA is one of the best ways to heighten your self-care and decrease your stress levels. Cindy's goal is to train and equip women in order to provide professional personal service to practices, providers, and clients. One of her greatest joys is to meet potential clients, and once they are a part of the TPS team, to serve them wholeheartedly alongside the virtual assistants with TPS. They now have VAs and clients nationwide. She grew up in Shelbyville, Tennessee, and is married to her high school sweetheart. They have two grown sons, a daughter in love, it's love, right? Yes. <laughs> was that right? <laughs> I was like, did I, was that a typo? <laughs> I love it. And twin grandson. She has lived in Tennessee, Alabama, North Carolina, Florida, and Oklahoma. Cindy says living in a variety of locations gives her a deeper understanding of diverse religions, races, lifestyle, sexual identity, and cultures. Her best kept secret, she is a lifelong NASCAR and auto racing fan. Welcome to the podcast, Cindy. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. It's always yeah. fun to have people I can reach out to in another um, manner and exactly. spend a little extra time with you, Chris. Yay. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> so before we get started, can you share a little more about yourself and your work? Of course. Um, I, I just mentioned that I was an accidental entrepreneur. I didn't see this coming. I didn't know where I was headed exactly, but I worked in the mental health field in a large practice locally, and there were nine providers. And quite honestly, I didn't practice good self-care. I experienced a bad case of burnout. I thought I was going to take a little sabbatical and go home and regroup and rethink and plan. And I'd hit a big birthday, you know, where I was reevaluating everything. And all of a sudden, people started calling me. I met a lot of great, great therapists in the area and they started calling help. That's what they all said. Help, 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 help. help. <laughs> I need your help. And they had a plethora of problems and issues and challenges. And so I started working their accounts little by little. I didn't know what to charge. I didn't know how to bill. I didn't know any of that. And I just did some really good research. I just started gathering information. And of course, I already knew how to do the insurance and I knew how to schedule. I knew a couple of the EHR systems. And pretty soon I started getting emails from other virtual assistants who were uh, wanting to join the team. And from there, it, it started growing and it grew and it grew. And then COVID hit. 
and everything, you know, people were calling me saying, you know, I'm, I'm, I don't even have an office right now. I have to stay home and what are we going to do? And they were panicking and, and I said, okay, we, we're going to have to ride this out a little while and see if we can figure it out. And we did. And the best thing that came out of COVID, if anything did, was the mental health stigma fell away. And all of these providers have full practices now, are mostly full, or they're getting full, or they have a wait list. And it just opened that door. Um, Isn't all that amazing? Groups, it is. All age groups, all demographics, all parts of the country and world. And so with that, I thought, okay, we'll, we'll just ride out the storm. And we did. But just like practices grew, our our business grew. We found out during COVID that we can do most anything from home. Um, you can see clients. I can work on, you know, all kinds of insurance. I can meet with you. I can meet with these other virtual assistants. And so it just grew at the end of 2021. No, 2020. We had, there were three of us and we were, we were doing okay. And then COVID hit. But by the end of 2020, Believe it or not, we had 19 virtual assistants. And, oh, my and gosh. We grew 400%. And I was like, I am an accidental entrepreneur. I don't know what I'm doing. But <laughs> so you weren't planning to do this? <laughs> no, I, it, just, it just, just took over my life, which is a good thing because sometimes when we don't know what we're doing, we just get out of the way and watch what happens. And this has evidently been my path all along, you know, is to really help providers. I just have a heart for people. And I don't like it when people call and say help, or I haven't been paid in three months, or I have more anxiety than my clients have. And, you know, that that kind of crushed me. I thought, okay, we, we can do this. We're going to get you set up. We're going to get you back on track. And hopefully we'll slowly work ourselves out of a job. And it's not really working ourselves out of a job. It's more find our pacing, get those things in order. And we want to have our clients to take a deep breath and drop their shoulders like you all tell yes <laughs> clients every day deep breaths drop your shoulders you know relax a little bit soften your and, face yes exactly and pretty soon it, it just kept growing we have over a hundred clients now uh, as far west as Hawaii all the way down to South Florida and up the east coast and we have virtual assistants far and wide as well and it, it's just been an incredible journey I've loved every minute of it even though some days I have five days on one day you know but that's what you do too you yes. you experience mm-hmm. that there's highs and lows but I really don't have to go out and do much advertising. You know, people people call. They find us. And slowly but surely, I think what sets us apart, Chris, is the fact that we concentrate on one thing, and that's mental health. And So it's you know, not generalized VAs no, for anyone. Yeah. Yeah. No, no yeah. medical. You know, we don't have to have professional coders. We don't have to have professional billing specialists, although we've been lucky and we've had had those folks come to us. We have a former paralegal. We have social media gurus and specialists. And so with each request from a, you know, a client, we've managed to find people who that's their passion. And so that VA, she does VA work too, but she also loves that social media. We have a website lady who helps us. And like I said, basically, I just needed to get out of the way and timing was right. 
And so I just went Sounds with like it. it and it's been so much fun, you know. It, and I think if you provide good work too, that people will, the work will come, right? The VAs will come to you and then therapists will reach out too once they discover, once we, we all talk to each other, you know. Yes, you do. And, you know, a, a good referral, a good review, you know, on social media, that's worth a million dollars. There's no way I, I could replace that in no. an advertising mm-hmm. or marketing field. I just couldn't. And like I said, I just, it, I think it's a heart issue f- for you and for me. And when we find a good fit, you know, we just work together well. It becomes like a well-oiled machine. And that's it. It's kind of getting those systems in place too. As a private practice owner, you really need to gear up with that so that things run smoothly. Exactly. And these gals, they're so (laughs) doggone good at, you know, refining processes, uh, setting up, you know, new things. Um, They like to set up the phone systems. They, They even train when you bring a new provider on, they'll take your EHR system and train them that take that's time that you can see clients instead of training a a new provider in your Mm -hmm. office. So we've just found that when someone says, I need help with, you know, fill in the blank, we try to fill it in with therapy practice solutions. You know, we try to fill that blank in. So can you can you dive a little, sorry to interrupt you, just no, dive a little really, more into what kind of tasks can therapists get help with? Because I think that's a big question yeah. our listeners might have. To summarize, anything that an on-site person, you know, like in the old days when we had that reception office with the window and someone was behind it and they answered the phone and filled it everything and filed insurance, we can pretty much do everything. The only service we don't offer right now, and I don't like to be negative, is live phone answering. We tried it. It didn't work. It was it was cost prohibitive. Um, it just it was way too expensive. And I didn't feel good billing people that amount of money each month. But we can do we do all things insurance, um, which with credentialing, we can help you with that. We verify eligibility and benefits. I don't want to say we fight, but we undertake <laughs> on behalf of the provider with the insurance company to get those claims paid. We research, we resolve, and we've been doing it long enough now that we have a good list of supervisors. We know how to work that phone tree. We know how to bypass things. And so we love getting people paid. That's one thing. You went to school, you spent a lot of money, spent a lot of time becoming licensed and under supervision. So what we like like to do is help you out. You know, we want to get your money, every every nickel of it. And we say we advocate on behalf of not only you, Chris, you you know, our provider, individual, solo, or practice, but we undertake on behalf of the client who he or she is, they're paying the big premiums and we want them to get what they pay for. So we, we, you know, we advocate on their behalf as well, dealing with insurance. We do have phone services. There are all kinds of apps out there now. You know, I, I don't need to say names because you can find them with a quick Google search, but we, we work within those apps. Even if we have four or five different clients we're working with, they either ring into our phones or they show up in our email. And if we're working, we'll see that email pop in. And for us, and this is something we train on all the time, is to be sure and take care of your customer first. Um, that callback, that email response 
you know, you all are trusting us to do a good job at that. So we need to call them back. It takes a lot of courage, takes a lot of courage to pick up the phone and call or to email you know, for an appointment. Mental health, as we all know, it you don't live in a vacuum. A lot of times it is a family issue. And so we want to treat clients with the same compassion and care that you would. And so we try to get them called back the same day. That's our goal. 24 hours is, you know, at the longest we try. We call them back as often as you want you know, if you're full, we'll give them a good referral out. We can screen those phone calls. We're good at de-escalating those situations, um, you know, the, the tragic situations that we get through the phones and through the emails where someone's hurting and they're at risk. And, you know, we, we are really good at that. You know, when a client calls in, a lot of times they're looking for a not only they want to be heard, but they want a little mini session from a provider, from a clinician. Yes. And we don't even pretend to do that. We know how to get on and off the phone, but we still manage to treat them with kindness. We try to emulate your voice. Uh, we look at your mission statement. Who are you about? What are you, who is your target, you know, client? And we try to treat them just like you would. Just, you know, again, you spend a lot of time and money. It's your name on the sign. And so we try to do that. That's our first task every day is to make sure people are called back and, and treated well. We can also, we provide training uh, for providers if you want it. Uh, we can train you. I can do, I do a lot of consulting with clients, you know, just troubleshooting, you know, goal setting. And I'm not a licensed coach or anything, but still I've been doing this. Sometimes they just need someone to pick their you know, to pick their brain. Yeah, you and have so, a lot of experiences. Yeah, so we just, we do that. Um, I'm trying to think, but everything insurance, billing, we know several of the EHR systems inside and out, backwards and forwards, up and back. And, you know, we get, we've, we just watch videos and webcams. We call for customer service support, but we, we probably know it other than the high tech side as well as they do. And we know how to work around. We know how to use the least amount of time. Again, that's your money, you know, you're spending. And so we've learned to work fast through those EHR systems and get them set up where you use every part you're paying for. Um, we want you to use your portal if that's something you want to do. We want you to send out that paperwork or your HIPAA form or your, you know, your releases and have they have access to it. And we want to make sure you're just using every part of your system, whatever kind you choose, to the fullest. Um, you are paying for it. And some aren't cheap. Um, most aren't cheap. No, and, of course. Yeah. And we want you to get the value that you're paying for. So we, I think another thing that sets us apart, Chris, is we think globally. Um, so many virtual assistant companies don't. They're just thinking about getting that money and getting through that next day. But we we tend to wrap our arms around each other and think globally. Look at your practice holistically. How's that word? Yay. And, that's yay. perfect for this podcast. <laughs> it is. And we look at it that way. And that really changes the way we see your practice, our practice, I mean, our business. And, and that holistic method of doing business has, has really worked for us. So what kind of training is involved with the VAs? Two of our most experienced virtual assistants um, do our training for us. I pay them, a, nice. they say, an obscene amount of money, but 
they deserve every nickel of that. I, I don't mind training and I have trained and I still train, but they spend a minimum of an hour the first time they get together. Um, that's just the get acquainted, let me show you, walk you through and just give you this cursory view. Then they do in-depth training. They'll start and they'll do insurance. They'll do callbacks. They'll do screenings. And when I hire as well, I listen to those voices. I make sure they speak proper grammar. I make sure they have um, the right voice. Not everyone does. You know, we can't have some snarky person calling back our clients. So I, you know, we work on that. The trainer works on that. Um, they give them as much training as they need for as long as they want it, which is is unheard of. But they also shadow them for three to six months, you know, it, until they feel 100% secure. This year, we have um, started doing more group training. We have a group chat. We have a group text message. And so we're training one another. Everybody has a strength and everybody has a weakness. And so they're loving it. I mean, they text all the time. And I think they're really developing relationships and enjoying yes. one another because they don't feel so isolated. So community was my word for the year was to develop this community aspect to the business and really let these people get to know one another and get to know me. And, you know, we talk about our lives a little bit and, you know, I don't know, it's not, it's more, it goes beyond warm and fuzzy. It's more of, I'm not alone and I have a team to back me up if I hit a yes. hard place. And so that, that's been new, but that's kind of the training. If I get a complaint from a, a provider or a clinician or a therapist or a psychologist, first thing I do is go back and retrain on that particular area. I know you just, did that for me with the first VA I had that didn't yes, quite work out. Exactly. And so we retrain Nine times out of 10, it will be a reassignment to a different VA, your work style, your attitude, your voice. I mean, everything needs to be a good match and your heart, you know, how you approach business. And so we, we try to match up and it works. I, I don't know how, but it, it does. But if there's ever an issue, I'm always the liaison between the client and between the virtual assistant. And all you have to say is this isn't really working and we get right on it. But I do provide them additional training, even if they're transferred to another account. I won't transfer them until I feel like they're up to speed where they failed. And it it's not really failure, it's learning. And, you know, you we have to mess up to get a do-over. And <laughs> they, right, right. they respond well to that. They really do. True. And I, I learned this somewhere that for therapists that might be considering a VA is to always ask yourself with the tasks you're doing, why am I doing this? Yes. Right. When, when someone else could be doing something like just as an example, like Lexi, who is my awesome VA, I'm going to shout out to her. So great. She <laughs> helped me when I had to transfer phone apps. So that was a real pain in the you know what. Yeah. Um, but she helped call and keep track of that. Just just those small, irritating things to yes. me is some of those tedious things that we don't have time for. It's just why am I doing that's a good question to ask if you're not sure. Like, what would I ask a VA to do besides phones yeah. or billing or, you know, there's so many things. 
I mean, she's helped me some with the podcast with some organization things and oh, keeping awesome. track. Oh, yeah. So yeah. I can't even begin to tell you. And just to give you an example of like how she has helped so much, like one day I was driving to my office and I get there and I, you know, I'm pulling apart. I see that she texted me and she said, oh, your first client is going to be five minutes late and your other client rescheduled. So <laughs> that was before I even walked in the door to- <laughs> so you kind of know what your day's got ahead. Wasn't you. that nice? I was yes. like, wow, this is yes. awesome. <laughs> yes. And I mean, you know, people say, what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a personal assistant? Well, there are some differences, but most of the time a virtual assistant will perform as you know, a personal assistant, a virtual assistant performs as a personal assistant. Let me make sure I've got that right. Yeah. Um, you know, they're they're there for you. And they do take that off. And I mean, when you think how much time you spend on on hold with insurances, and I won't say names again, but, you know, some of the bigger, larger nationwide companies, I mean, it's not uncommon this year to spend an hour, 45 minutes to an hour on hold. Yes. That is not only time. Yes. And you could be spending that with someone who needs your assistance and your help and therapy, or, you know, you could be. Even if you weren't at work, you could be doing something you enjoy. And, you know, it's just very difficult to do it all. You know, it it is. And you could be helping someone. And let's face it. I mean, that's how you make your money is through seeing clients. I know that's not the end all and it's not the primary reason you don't make what an MD makes. You know, we know that and in most countries, <laughs> in most yeah. parts of the world, but it's just a necessary part of it is to be there for the client, for the virtual assistant to realize she pays my my money, you know, she pays me my salary and she's she needs my help. And it, when we come to that point where you no longer need assistance, then it's okay. You know, some people, like I said, get it all straightened out, find their, we find their pacing and they feel so much better. They try it again, you know, on their own. But I will tell you, we have (laughs) quite a few people who come back and say, That's "Uh -uh." funny. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess, how does it help? Going back to our topic, how does it help with a therapist's self-care? I had a lady Saturday and this chokes me up, but she said, she talked and I said, Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna help you personally. She she had some major billing issues. I said, I'll help you personally and then we'll find you a VA because we're pretty full, not full full, but I just could hear the agony in her voice. I mean, she was literally she had that shaky voice thing, you know, when the people are about oh, to cry. Yes. Well, I walked her through it and I said, Just send me this, this, and this. And when we got ready to hang up, she says, is this inappropriate? Is it inappropriate for me to say this? And I thought, oh, no. What's she going to say to me? And she said, <laughs> I love you. <laughs> I said, I love you, too. And I'm so glad we're going to get this straightened out. And we laughed. And, you know, it's okay. It is okay to seek help. That's what your clients do. That's what you do. And we can't do it all. Um, A lot of people say now they can have a home life, you know, um, whether they're single or married or in a relationship or, you know, they're in school or, you know, finishing up. They teach, you know, at a university or something. They said they can actually do some things they love. They can go to a yoga class. They can go out to eat with a friend. They can go to a movie. They can do those things that they don't get to do or didn't get to do because when they came home at night, they had to do the callbacks. They had to do the email responses. They would come in. One lady said, I literally banged my head on my desk when I get insurance claims that don't pay. 
She said, because I don't know where to start. You know, it's not that you failed. That's what I tell potential clients. Don't look at it as failure. You're smart. You got help. You came to us. We're going to get this straightened out. And, you know, you guys sit there all day and work with people who have issues um, like um, anxiety, depression, you know, all these things. And nothing's worse and nothing breaks my heart more than to think that a therapist is experiencing anxiety. You know, life is hard anyway. In yeah. the past few years, mm-hmm. we've we've seen that. But if you can slow down and actually take a bath at night without having to rush through or to just those simple things, you know, breathing, relaxing. They make a difference. Yeah. Yes. And and one lady told me, she said, since you all have been you know, working my account. She said, I don't dread going to the office. She said, I always would pull into the parking garage and almost cry because I knew I couldn't get everything done in one day. And I thought, this is why we're doing this because it's bigger than money. It's bigger than a hundred clients. It's one client at one time. And if it can change someone's life, ease the burden just a little, then I'm so glad we're there. I mean, yeah. I am really there. Oh, but, yeah. I can hear your passion too, Cindy. <laughs> well, I I love people. I, I, you know, I do. I, I love people and I don't like to think that people aren't happy. You know, if we're experiencing a lot of anxiety, it's hard to smile and it's hard to be happy because sometimes we just need a little help. And that's what we are. We, I say we offer, you know, something a little different with the mental health, but we also offer a personal touch. I think that, well, you know, you've experienced yes. it with mm-hmm. Lexi. Just, we're not just doing these tasks for you. We genuinely care. And sometimes we even get to know clients, you know, if, if we're working on insurance together or something and, and, and that's fun. That's fun to see that we are right. making a difference and, yeah. And I see it as part of building your private practice team, too. I do. To support we, you. Exactly. We think of ourselves as part of your team. And, you know, important part to free you up to do what you spend all that money and time doing, training and getting ready to, to do this for your, your passion and to help help others. But I see it as self-care, too, is, is giving yourself that gift of time. Exactly. Because I will tell you another story. When I started with Lexi, all of a sudden, at, I think it was December, I was like, why do I not have as many things on my to-do list? <laughs> like, what, am I doing something wrong? <laughs> what am I forgetting? What is happening? Why do I have this extra time where my days aren't so rushed that I don't feel like, how am I going to get everything done? Like that therapist you mentioned. But I was like, that is giving yourself the gift of time. Or if you're like me and you're, you're an entrepreneur and you want to do other things, it gives me time to work on my podcast. Exactly. Or, you know, do a seminar, do, you know, yeah. there's all kinds of opportunities that are ours now that we used to not have because of technology. But to free you up to do those things, because you're, you're a whole person. You know, being a therapist is a big part of who you are, but you're a whole person. And you need to pursue those things that you love and care about, you know, as well as as what you do, you know, in your office or through teletherapy and the self-care. It's so important. But I really think for therapists, self-care has got to be a priority. You have to make it a priority. Yeah, it's an imperative for a therapist, an ethical obligation. I agree total that it is. And, you know, when you get some of that anxiety, some of the stress off you, you're a better therapist. 
I mean, you're a better everything, you know, to be able and to put that smile back on your face and not feel like you've got these furrowed uh, wrinkles between your eyes from just dreading the whole day. And, you know, we, I know for a fact, therapists tell tell their clients, you need to practice good self-care and that's going to look different for everyone. But I think you know, as far as a virtual assistant goes, it's money well spent. Um, somebody said, how do I how do I really make this money count? And I said, well, sometimes we spend a little bit of money for a whole lot of time. And, you know, it's a trade off. You know, it is. We don't wash our clothes every day and keep one outfit. We buy a four or five or six or ten <laughs> or more <laughs> or more. And from there, you know, it's worth the money because we don't have to go to the cleaners every day or we don't have to go home and do a load of laundry every day. So it's the same thing. Spending a little bit of money has a huge return, I believe, by using a virtual assistant. And if that's good mental health for therapists, good, you know, outlook on life, good relaxation time, you know, because I, I know therapists, and this is another thing, they never took vacations. They, they were never to, able to completely leave their practice, you know, until then, until they got a, a virtual assistant. So I know a lot of listeners might be thinking, is having a VA only for therapists who have a lot of money to spend? What do you think about that? Oh, well, gosh, we have large practices and we have solo practices. We have in everything in between. It is budgeted in. I think with most people, they have learned ways to find that money, you know, to budget it into their business plan as they redo that on a yearly basis. And like I said um, earlier, money, I mean, it's a well, it's well spent. It gets you um, a lot, but I think it, we, we can make a package to suit you. The only thing we have a four hour minimum and that's that's the only have to. Is that four hours a week or a month? A month. Four hours a month, $152. And that's probably doable for everyone. And I guess reasonable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I ran some numbers before we talked, Chris, just to kind of see where we are on average. And I threw out the largest practice we have, which is a, a big, big city, big practice. And then I threw out the smallest and did an average. And the average person is spending about two seventy nine a month. And Not bad. That's, no, it's, it's really fair. And that's below what our smallest package is. But what I like to do is tailor make everything for the client. Some of our specialty services bill at a straight hour rate, but we just tailor make it. And we do a lot of a la carte, you know, some people, People don't need everything. And so we work with you. I had one lady, brand new, right out of school, just had her license. And I mean, she told me she couldn't afford it. So what she did, and I don't, I mean, here I am telling the whole world, <laughs> but <laughs> she partnered with another brand new therapist. They split the pa- split the four hours because they don't need much time. Of course I did that. Why would I not? That's what I love about you and your practice. It's just amazing. I just, you know, why not? I mean, I could be hard-nosed business person, but that's that's not me. I'm flexible. I want people to find the assistance they need. I want them to get quality professional assistance, not just, I I, I probably told you this, Chris, when we first talked and 
I said, we bring on college educated women and about half of them have master's degrees. And what you're going to get with some companies, not all, but some are just people wanting to pick up a little extra spending money. That's that. Again, our ladies need to work. They want to work. They like to work. (laughs) And that's that was one of the main reasons I started the company was to give young women or men or men. It's all it's designed for females. Let's face it. And I'm it's all female owned and operated. Just no guys have come come looking for work. But yeah. Not yet, but I wanted to give women an opportunity to stay at home if they wanted to, whether that was with a new baby or with, you know, military wife or military partner and to make a decent wage. I pay them well and I could catch flack every time I talk to another VA uh, owner, a VA company owner. They say, you're paying your people too much. Do you realize that? I don't care. They're doing all the work and they're working their rear ends off every day. And I get very few complaints, very Mm. few. And it's usually not the client. It's where we've dropped the ball somewhere. And so I I pay them well. And I I love these gals. I love investing in them, uh, coming alongside them, coaching, loving, you know, talking, giggling. They're young. Most of them are young and they giggle. You know, we have retired bankers who have joined our team who just got sick of the rat race. And so we we do come at it with a little bit different. The neat thing is we have four of our VAs are actually under supervision for licensure in the states that they're they're living oh, wow. in. And you know why they came to me? They said they wanted to learn the other side of starting a practice because they want to have their own practice someday. And so they said they wish they would, uh, universities would teach that, the business side of a practice. Absolutely. Hey, there you go, Chris. There's another idea for something, you know, that yes. people would love to learn is that business side of running your practice. It's not easy. You know, it, it's not easy. No, and it's, it's not. It, it's time consuming. Just credentialing takes a lot of time. That right. in and of itself to get on those insurance panels. And because of the difficulty, I've I've been hearing more and more people are getting off the panels just because yes. of the de- difficulty of dealing with, with insurance problems. And But the money, the return, like I said, we custom make these packages. We'll do it any way you can. And it's, I don't know if it cut me off talking about wardrobe, but sometimes it's worth spending a little bit of money to not to, to use your time wisely. You know, we have more than one set of clothing uh, because it's it's not smart to wash clothes every night or go to the dry cleaners every day. And so you're it's a trade off. You spend a it little is. bit of money to have some time. Well, can I ask you another question? Yes, absolutely. So- why hire like a company like you versus like, let me just go hire this person down the street for 15 an hour. Oh, and have someone on site. Some random person. (laughs) Yes. Well, um, I think our reputation precedes itself. Um, You know, I can give you a list of people to call, you know, clients everywhere, you know, and and people do because clients do. And I'm glad about that. Our client, our VAs have more than one client, but they're working all day. If you had the $15 an hour person in your front office, 
she might be on Amazon ordering her Christmas presents part of that day. She's probably not going to be working hard the whole day. She's going to go take a break. She's going to stay too long for lunch. She's, you know, there's only one of her and she can't answer but one call at a time. I mean, there are things that an on-site person, the only thing an on-site person can do, I think, is answer a live call that we can't do. Yeah. But for the trade-off on money, I think you get more bang for your buck with us. Um, she's not going to go home and work on an insurance claim, or she's not going to go home and at the end of the day and think twice about what went on during the day. But our, our VAs, are, they stay after it, and they'll work until they get their work done. You know, most of it they do during the day, like regular hours, but if they need to do something on the weekend, they do it. And you wouldn't get that from just someone. That's and, you true. Know, we're loyal. We're we're not gonna just up and quit on you. We we aren't gonna do that. That'd be a terrible thing to happen, you know, for my reputation and the company's reputation yes. to just up and quit. But we know um, a lot of times you're not gonna get a extremely qualified person. That's true too. Because here in the Midwest, where I live, people—I mean, admins make maybe ten or eleven dollars an hour in an office, and that's that's not a lot of money. So with that, you're not going to get that. I don't want to say that across the board, but you're going to get what you pay for. That's with, it, isn't it? Yeah. And I think I told you I hired someone on my own before, and I think she was making up hours because she didn't <laughs> keep track yeah. of. The hour, because I was like, there is no way based on what she was doing that I, then I was like, I can't do this anymore. Yeah. So I think that's what I like about you guys because you keep track of minute by minute what you're doing for us and you send yes. us that. And people, you know, that may be something we need to discuss briefly is the fact that we use timing apps. And when we start a task for you, we, we put a good note beside that task, you know, call Blue Cross Blue Shield to check on this. And, you know, and accountants love it because if you're ever audited, they can yes. track that, You how you spent every nickel. And then it, we don't round up or round back. You just pay straight I appreciate time. that. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of people, a lot of companies will, if you open one minute of an hour, they're going to charge you the full hourly rate. So I didn't know that till you told me that. I was like, oh, damn. <laughs> yeah. And that's just, to me, that's robbery. That's, that's unethical. Me- yes, I agree. And, you know, I don't have the code of ethics that, that you do. But I have to look myself in the mirror and know that I've treated people fairly and f- treated them well and offered them the best service that we can have. And so That's there it. are a few things like that that set us apart. Um, you know, good education, educated uh, women, the fact that we do time, we don't round up and down. That's that's a good thing. I check their work reports at the end of every month. I can spot someone. And let me tell you, they from the time I look at that and know they're cheating on the clock, I take a deep breath and they're released from service. Yeah, I'm not going to. I tell people and I've, I think you and I talked about this, Chris. Yes. I can train people to do just about anything, but I can't fix character flaws. I can't. No. I've tried mm-hmm. and I've tr- spent time and it's cost me money and I can't fix fix those. If you've got fl- a flawed character, it, you know, I'm going to let you fix that, Chris. I'll, I'll let <laughs> you guys, you, you got to work on yourself. <laughs> yes, exactly. Yes. So what's the best way for listeners to find you and learn more about you? Well, the website has gone up and 
on the Google charts or, or whatever it's called. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah, it's been great. I think we're number three or four now. And it's just therapypracticesolutions.com. Or um, I have a Facebook page, Instagram page, our social media gal. She custom designs it. I love it. It's just, and she matches the website colors to the Facebook. And she just, she, oh, everybody knows how to do everything technical better than me. And I, I just sing Lovely. their praises because they do well. Um, you, There is an email address there on the website. You can send a contact form. Um, just include as much information as I might need. And I will call you back. That's another thing. She does. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I will call you back. I will email you back. I, I think to me, I was... I'm a girl raised in the South, but that's just plain old good manners, you know, is to return calls and emails in a timely manner. Yes. But I think that what came to mind when I think of your practice too, is like therapy practice solutions. You, we got your back. Yeah. Overall, right. I really believe that. And I appreciate all that you guys do and put out in the world. We just want you to do what you do well. And, and that's, the therapy and the other things that you're pursuing, you know, with podcasts and, and all kinds of things. And we just want you to do that. That's your passion. That's your love. That's your heart. We just want to enable you to do that and go for it. And we're right behind you, friend. We're there to to help you do anything (laughs) you want to do. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast today, Cindy. Oh, thank you. I appreciate it so much. And it's been fun. I enjoyed this. Yeah, it is fun. Yay. So be sure to visit us at www.holisticcounselingpodcast.com to access our show notes and all our episodes. And don't forget to join us for another episode next Wednesday. This is Chris McDonald sending each one of you much light and love. Until next time, take care. Thank you for listening and supporting the Holistic Counseling Podcast. If you are loving this podcast, please share with your colleagues so we can continue to grow our holistic community. Also, are you ready to take the next step to create an integrative counseling practice? I invite you to sign up for my free nine-part email course, Becoming a Holistic Counselor. In this course, you'll explore different holistic strategies, how to develop your skills as a holistic counselor, and how to manifest your dream practice. Go to www.holisticcounselingpodcast.com, scroll down, and enter your name and email address today. Are you feeling exhausted and run down? Are you struggling to make time for self-care? You are not alone. I created my one-day holistic retreat for mental health therapists on June 18th. We're looking for connection and time away from the stressors of everyday life. At this retreat, you'll give yourself the gift of time to practice yoga, meditation, and use breath work to refresh your mind, body, and spirit. You'll also learn some ways to integrate yoga into clinical practice with clients. Find your way back to you and bring a sense of holistic wellness into your day. Go to info.holisticcounselingpodcast.com forward slash retreat sign up. Can't wait to see you there. This podcast is designed to provide accurate and authoritative information in regards to the subject matter covered. It is given with the understanding that neither the host, the publisher, or the guests are rendering legal, accounting, clinical, or any other professional information. If you want a professional, you should find one.